This is a podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com. Hello and welcome to the Fun Kids Book Club. My name is Bex and I love books, which is handy because, well, I'm the host of this book club podcast. In today's episode, you can hear me chatting to Alex English about her brand new book. This is what happened when we got to catch up. So it's time to welcome down the line the author Alex English. Hey, Alex, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good, thank you. So this is quite an exciting time because am I right in thinking you have got your first kind of uh, middle grade book out, the Sky Pirates book? Yes, it's very, very exciting to have my first proper novel coming out. Yeah, because you've done picture books before, is that right? I have, yes. I've had um, three picture books out. Yucks of the Yak was my first one, um, but this is the first first story for older readers. So tell us a little bit about Sky Pirates. We focus and we go back into the world of Echo Quickthorn, who's 11 years old. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yes. So um, Echo lives in a city called Lockfort. Um, she lives in the castle there where she's she's looked after by the king, who's not really a very nice character. Um, and Lockfort is a, um, a very kind of secretive city where it's, it has walls around it and a gate that's always locked and there's nothing outside it, or so Echo believes. Um, but she really wants to go on adventures and, and that's what she does. So this is all about a quest to find her, her missing mum. I, I, is that right? Yes, that's right. Yes. So she finds a clue. Um, she, she thinks that her, her mother's, well, she doesn't know anything about her mother, really. She was kind of abandoned on the castle steps uh, when she was a baby. But she finds a clue that suggests her mother might have come from the outside world, sort of beyond, beyond the confines of Lockfort. And then she sets off to try and find her. And tell us about some of the adventures she has on the way. So, um, so she discovers there's quite a big world actually outside that, that no one's heard about. Um, well, she does all sorts of things. She flies off in an airship. Um, she discovers the city of Port Torblon and uh, makes some new friends there. And then she also heads out to the Violet Isles where there are um, great carnivorous plants. And uh, she has, yeah, she has various adventures when she's out there too. And she's also got a little sidekick with her, uh, Gilbert the Lizard. Yes, everyone seems to quite like Gilbert the Lizard, which I'm really <laughs> pleased about. Yeah, he's quite a he's quite a clever lizard. He can't talk, but um, Echo Echo and he are very close, so she can kind of understand what he's saying when he when he you know moves his tail and, and rolls his eyes. She she knows what he means, and um, he yes he helps to get her out of some scrapes definitely. Yeah, I did. Uh, I've read quite a few reviews, and one of the reviews was there is a lizard in this. What more do you need? <laughs> which is pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of a, um, when I first wrote it, he wasn't in and he was something I introduced slightly later. So I was really pleased, actually, that he's, uh, he's really appealed to lots of people so far. So yeah, that's good. Is there a particular part of the book that you really loved writing that you just, you, you were excited by yourself and it was coming out of your head? I think, I mean, I, I loved all of it. I think um, when I first wrote it, I started actually with chapter two. I started with that whole thing as she wakes up, she hears this noise outside and she kind of pulls back the curtains. And as I was writing it, I didn't know what was going to be outside the curtains until she pulled it back. And I was like, oh, it's an airship. <laughs> so I was kind of discovering it with her. And up to a point, as I continued to write, I've still sort of left it quite open. I don't really plan things that meticulously. I tend to just write and, and see what happens. So it's almost a bit like the fun of reading, the fun of writing, where you just kind of make it up as you go along. Um you discover it as your character does, which is which is really good fun. That's awesome. And a lot of our listeners, I mean, for them, that's similar to when you're playing outside, just kind of like make it up and see what happens. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's the best thing about being a children's author. You get to kind of play, pretend, even when you're a grown up, which is great. Now, looking at this book and uh, having having a little sneak peek of it, 
I get a lot of strong kind of Nevermore, Abby Elphinstone, uh, Cogheart vibes. Would that be about right? Yeah, I mean, I love all those books, actually. Um, Abby Elphinstone, I've been reading for quite a long time. Cogheart, yes, I love those books too. And Nevermore, I've read the first one quite recently. And yes, they're just the kind of um, adventure and whimsical nature of it I really love. So yeah. I'd be very pleased to be put in the company of those three. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you must be super happy though. The reviews of the book have been phenomenal. Yes, I've been really, really pleased. Um, yeah, obviously it's great to know that people are reading the book and enjoying it. And especially with it when children have read it and enjoyed it. That's just, well, that's just what you want really, isn't it? When you write a book is, is people to, to enjoy it and understand it. So yes, I'm really, really happy with all the reviews so far. And do we think we'll see more of Echo in, uh, in some other Sky Pirate books perhaps? We will. Yes, I'm actually busy um, working on the second book at the moment, um, just getting towards the end of the, the first draft of that. So yes, more adventures will definitely be coming. I don't know whether you know this, but I do a kind of quick fire question round with every author who comes to Fun Kids. Is that okay to do with you right now? Yep, that is, that is fine. Yep. No stress. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> uh, just, just pick your favourite, basically. Uh, so first one, books or Kindles? Books. I do have a Kindle, but I prefer a proper paper book. There's something about the holding them, I think, isn't it? And smelling them. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's it. Heroes or villains? Heroes. Heroes. I'm on the good guy's side. <laughs> Film adaptation or TV adaptation? Ooh. Um, TV adaptation, I think, because it, you know, you get, get more time to kind of really enjoy it. So I, I love the recent Northern Lights um, uh, adap- oh, yeah. adaptation. The adaptation, yeah, that's sure. Amazing, yeah. Uh, writing or reading? Ooh. Oh, that's difficult. I'm going to say for reading, I would say, I think reading is, writing can be a bit stressful when you're doing it through your job, although it's still fun. Um, But reading is always good to relax. So I think reading for fun. It wins out. Hogwarts or Narnia? Oh, gosh. (laughs) I think Hogwarts. Hogwarts. (laughs) Uh, Laptop or write by hand? Oh, I prefer to write by hand, actually. Um, I really like pens and buying all nice coloured inks. But what I really hate is then having to type it up afterwards. So I do a bit of a mixture, but I would say writing by hand. I do like that. Interesting. Okay. Uh, picture books or middle grade books? Ooh, that's tough as well. Um, I think middle grade is what I've always wanted to write. So I would say middle grade books. Although I do I do love picture books too. So it's a tough one. You love, um, you love your roots. Yeah, I do. And I, you know, I, I do like um, all the illustrations. They can be amazing. And I'm not an illustrator, so I can't do any of that stuff. But... Um, Middle grade, yeah. I think if you're, when you're a bit older, it's nice to get your teeth stuck into a good long adventure. Sure. Uh, do you write nine to five or do you write whenever you fancy? Um, I do, well, a bit of a mixture. I write generally sort of during school hours, I suppose I would say. Good answer. Uh, Paddington Bear or Winnie the Pooh? Um, Paddington Bear because I like marmalade sandwiches. Me too. They are delicious. There's something about them. Um, and finally, the last one, the big one, salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? Oh, salt and vinegar. Yes, that is the correct answer. You can say anything for anything else. It's just that one that I care about. Cheese and onion <laughs> is just wrong. <laughs> I entirely agree with you. And on the back of that, you have earned, uh, you've earned another little bite of the cherry of promoting your book. So Alex English, we should say your book is out very, very soon indeed. Sky Pirates. Uh, Echo Quickthorn is, uh, is going to be a new favourite character to a lot of our listeners, I'm sure. And everybody needs to go and, uh, and get their hands on it, right? Absolutely. Yes. Go for it. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Alex. And you can hear more from Alex after this. One of the best things about the Book Club podcast is you get a little secret extra bit of gossip. This is when I find out about an author's favourite book from childhood. So let's talk about Alex's. 
So here in the Book Club podcast, we have an extra special kind of secret bit with our authors where we ask them about their favourite childhood book. Uh, Alex, can you tell me a little bit about yours? Okay, so it, it was tough because I had a lot of favourite books when I was a child, but the one, one that really stood out to me was The Demon Headmaster by Gillian Cross, um, which is about the main character is a girl called Dinah and she starts at a new school. She's actually, I think, being fostered by a family. She starts at a new school and realises there's something very strange about it and the headmaster, the children are really kind of neat and, and strangely well-behaved and the headmaster is rather um, ominously in control of everybody and she and her friend, her new friends have to kind of save the day. Now, I remember watching the adaptation of this and it really genuinely is quite a scary story. It is, yes. He has terrifying kind of whirly eyes that are, and, and he controls the whole school. I mean, it is quite scary. In places, what is, what it. was it? What was it about it that made you kind of, that attracted you to the book? And has it been something that's influenced your writing, the new stuff? Um, I think it has sort of, I mean, it's not that similar to my book, but I think it has influenced me in that I, I really, really liked the character of Dinah. Um, she's quite a kind of strong girl character and she was very good at computer coding and things in some of the some of the later books. And she's very kind of clever and not the sort of traditional girl character. So mm-hmm. I think that has quite inspired me. Um, and I don't know, I think probably the title appealed to me when I was a, when I was a child. And I think... <laughs> Um, just the children having to kind of take it into their own hands and go on an adventure without anyone to help them. I, I really, really liked. So the, those kind of general themes definitely inspired me for my book. Brilliant. Well, we can recommend everybody should read The uh, Demon Headmaster by Gillian Cross. It is a bit of an evergreen book, I would say. So uh, if yeah. you've not read it, recommended by Alex, go and check it out. Thank you very much. And now, of course, we need to actually hear a little bit from Alex's book. So here we go. Echo woke with a start, her heart racing. It was the dead night, and although all was quiet in the castle, the only noise, the gentle drip and whir of the water clock in the eastern hall, Echo couldn't shake the feeling that something had woken her. But what? A prickle of fear ran down her spine. Gilbert, she whispered, glancing up at his crevice. She heard the scratch of claws as he scuttled down the wood panelling, and a soft thump as he landed on her pillow. Did you hear it too? He bobbed his head and scrambled up onto her shoulder. Echo took a shaky breath and listened. The moon shone through a gap in the curtains, casting a bright shard of light onto the floor of her bedchamber. A shadow flickered across it, and there it was. Echo froze a little swish and creak from outside her window. Something was brushing against the stone turret walls. But what sort of something? A bat? A bird? A dragon of war ready to burn her to a crisp? Don't be ridiculous, she told herself. Dragons had died out hundreds of years ago, and she wouldn't let it... Whatever it was, spook her. I expect it's an owl, she said. Gilbert quivered in a way that Echo knew meant, but owls eat lizards. Don't worry, Gilbert, I'll protect you, she said. She forced away the fear that was fizzing in her tummy, flung back the covers and crept out of bed, the polished floor cold beneath her bare feet. As she lit her candlestick and tiptoed to the window, the noise came again, closer this time. Gilbert's sharp little claws dug into her shoulder as she hitched up her nightgown to kneel on the velvet cushions of the window seat. Echo raised a shaking hand and, trying to ignore the rapid beat of her heart, took hold of the curtain. She wouldn't be scared. She just wouldn't. Echo drew back the heavy fabric and gasped. Right outside her window, a vast turquoise sphere bobbed and creaked against the glass, 
its surface gleaming in the moonlight. What in all Lockport was it? Lovely stuff. Thank you so much to Alex for popping by, fun kids. Hopefully you've loved the Book Club podcast for today. If you have, remember, rate, review, subscribe, tell all of your friends about it. And of course, go and read a book. So that was a podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. (laughs) This is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts.